the biblical call to give an answer for those who inquire about the faith. We are always prepared to give a reason for the hope that is within us. This is your life. This is who you are. This changes the way you understand yourself as a human being and every other human being. It changes what you mean by justification and adoption and sanctification and glorification. And it changes what you mean by why we do what we do in gospel ministry and in righteous living. Everything is changed when we understand the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm Jablani Mayberg. And I'm Isaac Pinto. We are associate pastors at Central Baptist Church. And welcome to our Theology Alive podcast, where we look to engage theology in the church carried out in the culture using a Christian worldview. So hi everyone, welcome once again to yet another installment of our Theology Alive podcast. Um, hey everyone, it's great to be here. <laughs> What's yeah. wrong with you? Why are you yeah, cutting me off? I'm, I'm just... <laughs> I'm just starting... <laughs> There's a, a crisis of laughter here in the studio. Um, but it's fine, it's fine. Uh, our audience can know that we also laugh and uh, and so good. It's good to be back. <laughs> Uh, man, I must I must say we are grateful for everybody who listens. Um, mm. We we honestly don't really mind how many people listen, but mm. uh, we are grateful for everyone who does tune in uh, and listens mm. to our different episodes. Uh, we hope that this does come across as helpful um, as well. We hope that we that you don't just get information, but you get information that is biblical that is helpful to your faith. Man, so we. Um, if you've been following us with us, we are uh, going through the uh, 2017 Statement of Faith, which our church has uh, adopted. Mm-hmm. And so we we get to paragraph three today. Um, and this is what it reads. Uh, we believe that in the beginning, God sovereignly created all things visible and invisible and took delight in it all that he created humankind, male and female, as his image bearers, endowing each with a dignity of equal worth and calling to govern and care for his creation, that human life is sacred to God and begins at conception and should not be unnecessarily terminated mm. at any stage. Sure. So so, so today we, we really want to focus on on these first few parts, and I mean, already your mind as you're listening to this was probably rushing back to Genesis, um, and you probably consider the words, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Uh, the earth was, was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit was hovering over the face of the waters. Um, and already, when, when we, when we um, put together a podcast like this and we put together a statement of faith, um, it, it obviously separates us from a, a, a different group of people. Because if you think about it, what we are trying to do is, as we're explaining this, um, we want you to know that as you come to Central, this is where we stand yep. and, and this is where we may differ with other people. And, and in, in, in this specific statement, we are saying that, that as a church, we hold to a biblical account of creation um, and we strongly refute evolution. 
Mm-hmm. Um, because we have, when you see this in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. We have others who strongly refute, firstly, the existence of a God. And secondly, the, the fact that a God created. Mm. And and this is really uh, at the beginning of even um, the basis for our worldview yep. of, of God as our creator. So, and we would not only stand by this unashamedly. So mm-hmm. uh, we, um, you know, we are aware that there are people out there that think, man, this is such a uh, uh, old and regressive uh, view, and sure. and you just don't know science enough or, or, mm-hmm. or things like that. But we um, stand by what God has. Uh, spoken in his word and revealed himself that he sovereignly created all things. All right, so 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 we do have, for example, we taught we taught through um, high school um, about evolution um, that 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 everything was was created, some say, by a big bang, um, and then things just continue to evolve um, through chance and through what they call natural selection. Uh, We also have some who come and they read Genesis chapter 1 and they see in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And then they say that between verse 1 and verse 2, something happened. Um, And they call that the gap theory, that that God had created um, and then something wrong had happened. God destroyed that former creation and then he created again. But we see from, from, from this passage and what we hold to is that, that God is the creator of all that we have. And in the statement of faith, it says that God is sovereign uh, in his creation of all things visible and invisible. And uh, I like the phrase, took delight in it all. Mm. So you continue to see, uh, let me see if I can get it for us in our passage here. Um, it says... Uh, Sorry, if you just bear with me. All right. Uh, And God called the dry land earth and the waters that were gathered um, together. He called seas and God saw that it was good. Um, And then we also see in verse 11. And God said, let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seed and fruit trees bearing fruit in which is their seed and according to its kind on the earth. And we're so. And the earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed according to its kind, and trees bearing fruit in which uh, in their seed, each according to its kind, and God saw it was good. And God saw it was good. God created everything according to its kind. Um, I've, I've highlighted it here in my Bible, and that phrase come across one, two, three, four, five... Six, seven. Seven times in Genesis chapter 1, we see that God created um, uh, each thing according to its kind, and he saw that it was good. Yeah, and uh, we, we also see here that there is, a, um, in a way, a perfection in, in terms of his uh, creation in what he He's done, you know, mm. it is, it is uh, designed and, and it yeah. is purposeful yeah. and it is good and it's delightful. Mm-hmm. And so um, even one of the uh, struggle for uh, atheists and, and others when we talk about apologetics is the argument of <coughs> the, uh, uh, of design mm. because it is so 
blatantly apparent as we look at creation, as we look at the universe, mm -hmm. that this is designed. Sure. And in order for it to be designed, there is an, a designer yeah. behind it. And so it's it's just so clearly uh, rich and beautiful and mm. um, purposefully made. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard something as simple as your wrist mm. and all the complications in your wrist mm. really just scream and shout, man, there is a creator. Mm. We've seen how man through robotics has tried to replicate that, but mm. but there's oh, excuse me, there's always a a sense of mystery mm. that we aren't able to fully yeah. replicate what God has done, and probably mm. even if we do, it still shows you just the mm. the 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 depth of um, not just mystery but complication sure. in 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 the design that that we have in our bodies in the world as the as the sun you know uh hovers over the earth and and as the sun goes down the moon comes up but the sun goes up somewhere else and and the moon comes up somewhere else and goes down somewhere else and just mm. seeing how god I like the word intentional mm. you know god was intentional in his creation and because god is the creator and god is intentional then creation has a purpose um and the purpose of creation, as we'll, we'll probably chat about a bit later, is to bring honor and glory to God. Mm. Now, now, there's a phrase, sorry, Isaac, before yeah. you come Go in there. Go for it, brother. Um, I, I, was, I was reading a, an article um, on, on, uh, on one of these creation websites. Um, and I, I, love, I love how they so, oh, sort of summarize um, the, the evangelical position. And this is what they say. They say theologians tend to struggle to come to terms with natural selection more than with the recognition of evolution. There are especially two reasons for this. The role played by chance, given natural variation, instead of intentional agency and selection in terms of fitness to survive. I will return to the second aspect below. The Christian belief in God as a triune creator suggests that the act of creation was a willful decision by God. Orthodox dogmatics maintain the, that creation become, sorry, became possible on the basis of an eternal decree in the divine council. It has to do with divine agency and therefore with intention. Creation requires creativity, and this is no passive or automatic process. Such an emphasis on intentional action gives rise to many further questions as to why God created. Was it for his own glory, out of love, or the, for the fun of it? But the assumption that creation required a decision from God was never in doubt. Mm, mm. So, of course, there are some things there that we would say, well, look, um, we struggle to come with terms with natural selection and evolution. <laughs> um, but, but a lot of what he has said, just emphasizing God's hand mm. in creation. Um, mm. Every aspect of creation, God saw to it in his providence that it would happen in the manner in which he intended it to in accordance mm. to his will. Yeah, and it's not like um, God created and just let it go. Yep. You know, it just became distant. Um, he has his hand throughout and to this day. Um, yeah. I was sharing with, with my Bible study uh, last week, um, just in, in Numbers, uh, reading through uh, Numbers, and there was a passage that really struck me because it was talking about 
um, two other people groups mm. besides Israel. And and the Bible is saying these people group were given by God in the hands of these other people group who wiped them out. Sure. And and right it, it's right there and it has nothing to do with Israel. <laughs> but it's just like yeah, I'm sovereign over everything. Sure. Not not just my people, over the whole earth, this people group and that people group, um uh, everything that happens I am sovereign and my hand is at work in 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 everything uh, that it that happens. Sure. Yeah. Now now we we have two passages um in in John chapter 1 verse 1 uh a familiar passage. It says in the beginning was the word the whole logos and the word was with God and the word was God. He the word was in the beginning with God. All things were created through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and light shines in darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So we see here again, God being the creator of all things. But also we see in both John chapter 1 verse 1 and in Genesis chapter 1, it says, In the beginning God. Mm. So there is a assumption there that before the beginning, God was there. Because it says in the beginning, God did something. Mm. So before the beginning, God had already existed. And we know from scripture that God is from everlasting to everlasting. Now already we understand, okay, God is not a created being. In fact, he is the creator and he created all things. But who was the agent of creation? So we saw that it was the Word in verses 1 to verse 5. Who's the Word? Verse 14. And the Word became flesh, incarnation, and dwelt among us. Mm -hmm. And we have seen His glory, mm -hmm. the glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace mm -hmm. and truth. Mm -hmm. This is the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 15, it says that He is the image of the invisible God the firstborn of all creations. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. Amen. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Amen. That last phrase, a lot of people are comfortable with the beginning. Okay, God created all things. But not only did he create all things, but verse 17 says, he is before all things and in him mm. all things hold together. Mm. So God is still actively involved mm. in creation. Sure. We see this in, in Matthew um, chapter 6 when, when, when Jesus is talking about do not be anxious about, it, about anything. And then he says, hey, I know the sparrow that falls. Hey, consider who clothes the mm. lilies in the field. Yeah. Who gives the worm to the bird? Mm. Are you mm. not more valuable than these? Yeah. 
So he, he he shows us things that we really think about. Who sits at our office? They are bird watchers. I forgot bird watchers <laughs> exist. This is so bad. We actually got a lot of we those. Have a, we have a huge community of bird by watchers. By the way, there's even a trophy that there goes is, around every year. There bro. is a floating yeah. chicken, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last champion was Pastor Eric. It was. So, uh, shout it was. out to Pastor Eric. That's a lie. Oh, was it Marnu? Oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> oh, because Marnu does a lot of traveling as well. Frankie Tim used to fight a lot mm. uh, for for that trophy. Mm. But anyway, the point <laughs> that I'm trying to say, <laughs> the point that I'm trying to make is, um, at least in my mind, all right, bird watching community. This is about me. In 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 my mind, I don't sit around thinking, that bird. <laughs> what a beautiful bird. I wonder. Has it had dinner tonight? Has it breakfast? I don't mm. sit and think about those things because sure. yeah. in my mind it's like probably has. Yeah, yeah. But what the scripture is bringing to to light is that God, God thinks about those things. things. Mm. God already knew that this bird is gonna need a worm, and I'm gonna provide the worm for the mm. bird. Mm. The the lily needs to come in its mm. season, and I'm gonna give it its clothes as mm. it blossoms. God intentional in His creation. Amen, amen, and and that is 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 beautiful to to think about uh, the majesty and amazingness of of God as a, a creator and sustainer of yeah. of of the universe. And so we we go into the the, the second part of of what we read that He created humankind, mm-hmm. male and female as his image bearers, endowing each with a dignity of equal worth and calling to govern and care for his creation. Mm. So we, we see here that though he created everything and, and the animals and plants, there was something special when he made human beings yep. that he bestowed upon them the image of God. Yep. They are image bearers. And in doing so, he gave human beings a dignity. Sure. Um, uh, they are valuable sure. um, because intrinsic. intrinsic value, yes, um, because we carry with us um, the image of God. Might I just go back one to go forward sorry Isaac <laughs> just one small step back um, it, it, the, the statement of faith does say that he created all things visible and invisible so mm. so mm. so both angels and demons uh, which essentially are angels um, mm. uh, God by angels I mean spiritual beings God had created them too um, of course we, we don't know exactly when in the creation process but we know it as before uh, God created most things because we see in Job that they were applauding as God created things. Um, when in that order, we're not really sure, but we can assure you that God created them too Amen. as yeah. he was creating all things. And they were applauding him and and, and giving him glory as he created um, uh, the, the heavens and the earth. And I'm moving on to mankind. Mm. We need to say something that we, we probably weren't planning to say, but we need to say something. Because God created us in his image, uh, the statement says, endowing each with a dignity of equal worth. Mm. There is no difference in worth mm. 
in all of mankind. We all stand before God on equal footing. Yep. Rich, poor, mm-hmm. old, young, mm-hmm. black, mm-hmm. white, mm-hmm. Indian, other mm-hmm. <laughs> man. Every and, single person. And, 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 and that's why we struggle a lot with the term racism. The, the term racism sort of gives the implication that there are many different races and we are oh, and no this this episode is not about racism but but it it sort of covers it because mm. what we are learning here is that there's one human race yep. created in the image of God and there's none superior none inferior we all have the very same image of God mm. Mm. where we differ is we have those who are who are uh, uh, sinners condemned already mm. and those who are sinners but are clothed with the righteousness of God. Mm, mm. Now the difference, the reason why I bring about that difference is that those who have been clothed by the righteousness of God, we read from scripture that they are now a chosen race mm. born of the lineage of Christ because they have the new birth. Mm. But in God's eyes, we are all valuable. Yes. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and someone has made you feel like you have no value at all, we're reminding you today that that person shouldn't have that much authority over your life. Mm. God, the ultimate creator, has said, you are valuable for you carry my image. Mm. And that's why if a black person dies, we should be concerned mm. because an image bearer of God has been killed. Mm-hmm. Likewise, if a white person is killed, we must be concerned as a church because an image bearer of God has been killed. And our hearts are crying out because image bearers and lives are being lost. And the question is, do these people know Jesus and what is the fate of their souls? And even our attitude to fellow human beings, regardless of their wickedness, uh, ought to remember the fact that they carried the image of God. Yeah. Just to quote Calvin on the Institutes, uh, he says, in this uh, uh, way only we can attain to what is not to say difficult, but altogether against nature to love those that hate us, mm. render good for evil and blessing for cursing, remembering that we are not to reflect on the wickedness of men, but to look to the image of God in them. An, Im- an image which covering and obliterating their faults should by its beauty and dignity allure us to love and embrace them. Sure. And so, and I, I must say, this is difficult. <laughs> uh, it, it is difficult yeah. to, you know, when someone is uh, doing wicked things, yeah. it is difficult to remember, man, this person... Uh, is an image bearer, yeah. uh, but but that's the reality. And when sure. we we know that um, that uh, that image was not obliterated after sure. the fall, you know, um, but the the w- every single human being still carries sure. the the image uh, of God. We call it the Imago Day, mm. and we sh- should treat every single uh, human being with the dignity and respect because of that. And, and, and that's why there was a uh, almost a sense of an uproar when when the when when God says the 
the blood of your brother is crying out from the ground mm. when Cain killed his brother Abel. What what Cain did is he killed an image bearer of God. Mm, mm. And 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 that's why we 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 saw even instituted in 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 Genesis the 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 the, the institution of of capital punishment. Mm. Because it was the idea that you have gone and you have acted mm. in in the capacity of God mm. to terminate a life which is a fellow image bearer sure. and therefore a life for a life. Yeah. But that's not what this episode is about. <laughs> the, the the statement goes on to say, not only are we equal, but um, equal worth and calling to govern and care for his creation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll read it for us in Genesis 1 verse 28. It says, And God commanded them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is in the face of the earth, and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food. And to every beast of the earth and every bird of the heavens and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has breath of life, I have given every green plant for food and it was so. And God saw everything that he had made and behold, it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning the sixth day. So so God had had, had called us to not only have uh, governance or dominance over the world, but he has also called us to care for it. Yep. Uh, there must be a sense of we must be good stewards yep. of the earth that God has entrusted to yeah. us. Yeah. And and so this, I, I think the word you use is right. Good stewards. We must be good uh, stewards. Treat uh, Proverbs even says, you know, um, in terms of taking good care of, of the animals that yeah, yeah. we have. not. Um, and, and so uh, being careful with with nature you know like yeah we shouldn't be trying to rubbish on the ground oh man <laughs> no we we should <sighs> yeah. be good stewards of of what it's uh, around us you yeah. know now please don't misunderstand that we like this <laughs> green activists <laughs> no no um but but just as simple as that as being good stewards at as what God has mm. placed in into our hands mm. and taking good care um of it sure. and and so it is it is our our responsibility to uh, to do that but also maybe to just go back a little bit Jabu, in terms of that uh, statement of what we just read in the 2017 is that he created male and female sure uh, and both of them carry the image of God. Yes. Genesis one twenty seven. So God created man in His own image. Yeah. In the image of God, He created him. Mm. Male and female, He created them. Mm. Um, and so we are we are unapologetically saying that there is only two genders. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God created male and female, and so. Um, we, uh, both men and women, have equal worth and value in mm. the eyes of of God. 
Yeah. And um, we, and I think, especially in the context of South Africa here, uh, we need to express that um, female have the same worth. We have yeah. seen a, a wave of gender-based violence yeah. and, um, and it is disregarding the worth and value of, of women. And so um, we, we want to highlight that that goes against the created order. And what God has um, said and expressed in His Word. And the the scary thing is, if you're listening to this and you're a believer, we we the world is moving to a place where we will not be able to say this freely without being judged for hate speech. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reality is, what what we understand from the scriptures is that God has created man and woman. He created us, and not only did He create us, but He also said that it was good. Mm. And, 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 and he said, this, this man and this woman shall, shall carry my image. So, so men, <laughs> please treat and value women as your fellow image bearers. They are not objects to fulfill the pleasures of your lust. Mm. They are image bearers. Amen. Women, God values you. You are, you have so much worth in God. Your worth should come from nothing else but Him. The fact that He created you, He considered you good, and yet He still even gave you His image. Mm. In fact, He... Bless you. Excuse me. <laughs> he also... Uh, you also have the responsibility to take care of this world. Mm. Uh, when God created Eve, he created another human mm. who was going to live with him as a, as a helpmeet, as a, as, a, uh, as a companion to help mm. each other fulfill what God had given to him. So even if you're single, <laughs> you still have the responsibility to help mm. fellow humans mm. to take care of and mm. to be a good steward of this earth that God has given to us. Mm. Even more as believers, you have the responsibility to carry the gospel of Jesus. Mm. So often, you know, feminist move- movement will say women have no role in the church. Far from the truth. Mm. Far from the truth. Mm. God has used women in history mm. and will continue to use women in history. Mm. Women, you are valuable in the mm. local church. God mm. loves you and wants to use you in the building of his kingdom as mm. much as he uses uh, gifted mm. men to preach. Yeah. Now, um, not only that, but to, to, to bring this to a close, um, we also see it ends by saying, well, the portion that we're going through says, and should not be unnecessarily terminated at any stage. Mm. I like the any stage there because it, it also um, includes murder um, and it also includes uh, in the womb. Mm. Um, if you listen to episode 19, uh, yeah. we, s- we spoke extensively on abortion. Yep. Um, so, so we don't want to um, uh, duplicate what yeah. we've already spoken about. But what we, we do want to say is, remind you of Psalm 139 verse 13. For you formed, the psalmist talking about God, for you formed my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Mm. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, 
intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them. The days that were formed for me, when as yet there were none of them. Mm. Before you were born, God, in the span of his hand, had allotted you a number of years. Mm. But in the womb, God has intricately created Mm. you Mm. as you are. Mm. And he considers you wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and and I think the this statement recognizes the sovereignty of God in in terms of uh, He's the author, the giver of life. Yeah. He's the one that gave life. He's yep. the only one that takes it yep. away. That has the authority to to end it. Uh, you know. And so it's not as if we human beings uh, are are given that uh, authority of, of uh, take someone else's life. Sure. Uh, but we recognize that God is the one who gives yep. and the one that takes away. Yeah. Yeah. Blessed be his name. Amen. So, so as we wrap this up, um, hope you can see that, that, that God was actively involved. He was intentional in creating all things, visible and invisible. But you, as you listen to this, you have value in God's eyes. But you were not created for chance to happen, but God created you for a purpose. And we want you to think about, are you fulfilling that purpose? God had created you to bring Him glory. But you cannot bring Him glory if you do not know Him and if you have not believed in His Son. So today, why don't you think about it? What does your life look like in the eyes of the Creator? Is He pleased? with the way that you are living your life in honor of the creative designer, God. We live in a day where we think that in order to be relevant to our culture, we must be like our culture. We live in a day where we think in order for the gospel to be relevant, we must somehow adapt it to the culture and nothing on the face of the earth or in the bowels of hell could be further from the truth. We are relevant not because we are like our culture. We are relevant because we are absolutely different. And our gospel has power not because it is acceptable to carnal men. Our gospel has power because it is a scandal to men. Thank you for joining the Theology Alive podcast. Please subscribe and share. Later. God bless. I'm like, I'm done, bruh. I'm just going to be like...